Just listen. That's all it was. We'll expand on that in another episode, though. But um, like I said, because, you know, somebody was just on the road having a eat, pray, love trip this weekend. We're going to try to keep this short. Um, and we're already, I can't believe we're always at an hour. But this this uh, this episode is called She's No Lena James. And the subtitle is The Fuckery. That is Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, we all know what happened. What, you know, we all know about the slap. OK, but let's go back. I think the whole entanglement with August Alcina thing. I know that for men, they lost a lot of respect for her. They were like, because for men, I think that Will Smith is the Denzel, you know, of, of this generation, you know, great actor. So many people grew up with Fresh Prince influencing them, you know, um, men in black and just kind of moving forward. Um, and if we kind of just look back over the past couple of years, at the closer that Will got to 50, the more that he got back into the spotlight that he did it in through social media. Um, you know, the TikTok challenges, everybody else was recording shit with their phones. He had a full production crew, you know, um, the Drake dance. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? He went on top of like a freaking pyramid or some shit and did his and had like a whole drone and production crew filming his. So he just slowly started, um, you know, utilizing social media, which I think kind of gave him a resurgence because kids or, you know, people that are younger, but that knew of you, now they're able to com communicate with you the way that they know how to communicate with celebrities, which is through social media. Right. So, you know, kind of rebranding himself there. Um, you know, current rappers such as Joyner Lucas doing a whole song to him and being like, you are, you know, you, you are such a huge inspiration to me. Um, him meeting other content creators like Kev on stage, who's somebody that I love. Um, he is on my vision board. I like to say that I, I feel like one day he'll hear this and be like, what girl, I'm on your vision board. Let's work together. Uh, he's another content creator who really, really looks up to him. Um, so I think that a lot of men were very disenchanted with Jada because it was like, how dare you? Like, how dare you cheat on Will D. Smith with, the little boy, August Alcina, who nobody even really knew who he was. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the video where she was like, well, it wasn't an, it was an entanglement. You could see Will Smith's heart breaking into 14 million pieces in that moment. Like you saw him go from heartache to, oh, I want to shake this bitch to, oh my God, did she just say that? To, oh, let me get myself together because this is being recorded. You should have did all of them. Yeah. Yeah. You should have. Um, and then that leads us up to him being very open about some of his trauma, you know, um, which is very much rooted in his insecurity, sexual wise, his insecurity about Jada's ex, Will, I mean, I'm sorry, what's more, Tupac. Um, and I'm sure there's some other trauma, you know, the, the relationship with his father and things like that, that. I think that it all kind of came to a head together. Um, and it's not common that men go through a midlife crisis at 50, but I think for him, it was everything at once. Um, so Jada's the fucking problem. 
Let me almost go ahead and wrap it up. She is the problem. I feel so bad for him because I don't know what she has on him. I don't know what voodoo she has in that vagina. I don't know if she has no gag reflex. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But this is the example of an abusive, toxic relationship. And all of the negativity is coming from the woman where we traditionally, everything that we hear, it's the men are fucking up. But I'm interested because I I truly believe in hurt people, hurt people. But she's always tried to come across as she's just just strong, you know, uh, very creative, um, outside of the box thinking type of woman. Um, And I've always called bullshit on it. Always. But um, what do you guys think? I mean, have have you seen the backlash that is that's that's happened and everything yeah. that's coming out now? You know, red flags. You know, you mentioned red flags earlier. All of the red flags of, that he's ignoring. Um, what do you guys think about how she's you know treating her husband? I think that I think she is the um, she is that fake it till you make it kind of gal. Um, I think she puts on this air of being this enlightened female that, uh-huh. um, because that's, that's the thing right now, right? Like, uh-huh. it's all about the divine feminine and women coming into their own and all of this stuff. So, you know, it's, if you go on, on the TikToks and the grams and the, <laughs> the snaps and all the things, you know, uh-huh. that's very trendy right now right and there's a mm-hmm. lot of people selling their wares and their ways of doing things and you know let's all be enlightened and whatnot and there are those that are like truly like going through the steps and doing the things and it's messy and dirty and emotional and exhausting and it's horrible it's just a horrible <laughs> path that you have to like go through but until you go through it you can't really get to that other space of being that enlightened woman that is doing the right things and and leading other women to find their better selves and that kind of thing and I think that she is that woman that is putting on the show of being that person without doing that groundwork of going through all of the muck and the gunk and really getting dirty with it and finding out those triggers and traumas inside of herself that are causing her to be this toxic female in this relationship. Right. So I think that she knows what she, who she wants to be, but that's, but she's not doing the things that really she needs to do to be that woman. So it's just coming out very warped and very bad and it's she's and it's gonna, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's unfortunate because she is in a position where she has you know an international audience at her fingertips so she's oh, got her young so women that are impressionable and they're going to listen to her and stuff and they're like yeah. oh well if she can do this and she's this you know spokesperson for women then I can do it too. Like, this is how I should treat a man. No, don't do that. Don't do what she's doing. 
I mean, what what infuriates me is like this is how you end up having a man who, um, and you know maybe they'll stay together. I don't, you know, I don't know, but um, this is how you have a man who ends up then breaking the hearts of women, right. you know, and so you're 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 blocking your blessings. Yes. And there's people out there who just want a man to say hi to them or not even, just a companion period. You know, there's people out yeah. there who just are not able to get that companion. And I think there's somebody out there for everyone. But, you know, depending on what frame of mind you're in, you know, that'll they'll manifest and you'll meet them or you'll continue to unfortunately live a life of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm curious because if you you see the dynamic between her and her mother. And some of the things that, because first, I'm not a table, red table talk fan at all, like at all. I just see clips and shit like that. So the few that I've seen is it seems like the um, the climate of their relationship is I'm going to put on a good face and seem like we're this great, tight mother and daughter to everybody else. But I think like behind the scene, her mom probably like calls her to the carpet and is like, get your shit together. Um, I think that her mom deep down is probably like, what the fuck did you do to those kids? Um, but also her mom was probably like, look, she is a thousand years old. I'm a thousand and fifty. I'm gonna let her live her life, you know, and she's still gonna be my daughter. So it's, 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 it's interesting to see when I, you know, kind of started like trying to break down because I, I love to know why people do what they do, what makes them tick. Like, I love that, you know, aspect of, of human um, development. And so I just kind of, you know, want to think like, where was that trigger? Where, where, what is that obvious trauma that she has that is allowing her to be delusional and to think that her treating people the way that she's treating them is okay. Um, but before we go on to some of the like more salacious and not even salacious, but just like jaw dropping. I can't believe this shit, but it explains a lot of things that have happened. Um, Lindsay, what do you, what do you think about this, this whole situation? What do you, and what do you think of, uh, of Jada? Well, I'll just comment on Jada first, and then we can all kind of move into the situation. Um, I don't know this lady, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Oh, yeah. um, I have also never really followed her career or I've seen mm-hmm. her, you know, I know who she is. Um, I kind of, she's definitely come more into the forefront or like in, in my sphere of awareness with her red table talk stuff. Um, I follow Dr. Romani, who's like a narcissist expert on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I know she went on Jada's show and um, with the whole thing with Jordan Woods, I kind of just kind of yeah. paid attention to that situation a bit. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of came into contact with her. Now, please forgive me, lady Jada, if, you know, I'm speaking out of my ass because I am. But what she gives to me is narcissist. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the energy that her actions give off. Um, to have an affair with your son's friend is very weird. To, mm. you know, all the embarrassment surrounding that situation. And then to bring your husband into the exploitation of that situation um, is weird. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to carry this embarrassment alone. You're going to be complicit with me in this kind of um, borderline um, incestuous sort of situation. I know they're not related, but I don't know. I imagine my son's best friend is, you know, somewhat of a 
Like, if you're going to rob the cradle, like, pick a different cradle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly feel like they had an agreement. Like, they, it was something, you know, it's been, you know, whisperings back in the day before social media and before the talk shows, you know. I don't, like, we were saying this the other night. I don't know how my mom used to find out the shit that, you know, growing up, ooh, Luther is gay. Like, how the fuck did you guys know that? What, what, what? There was no Perez Hilton or, you know, anybody like that. Like, Entertainment Tonight, damn sure wasn't talking about stuff like that, you know? Um, I think with her, though, like, it's not, I do think they do have somewhat of an open marriage or whatever. I've heard that, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, well, there's a but, whole, like, you know, black swingers, mm-hmm. celebrity deal that goes on down there in Hollywood. So, I, you know, I think that that definitely is the case. But this one against whatever their agreement is. Yeah. And it's like what like, Evelyn yeah. said, like, go outside of outside of your circle i don't know that's yeah. very weird yeah. and then like how she she trained her kids in a way because one of the things i'm going to talk about it kind of makes me think this but her son brought him home to introduce them it wasn't like they were just hanging out and playing xbox and then you know you know he got up late one night to get some milk and cookies and then she gave him you know some milk and cookies but um her son like physically was like, I think you should meet this person and like brought him there. So do you think in a way that that's a possibility that they like, well, she kind of, I don't want to say brainwashes, but if they're open, you know, I mean, she found out that her daughter was looking at porn on Tumblr at 10 and was just like, Ooh, she, Ooh, she looks up some stuff that I, not even I look at. And I'm like, that was your response. That was your response. And she's like, and I decided just at that point that, you know, that's what kids do. And I just let her do it. And, and then they let the son move out at like 15. Um, you know, and they're allegedly Scientology based. And, you know, so I'm just wondering if it's too much of a, a free openness around there. And that's very possible. They have yeah. chosen a very different sort of way to raise their kids i do not agree with it um but if they were that open and they have those kinds of conversations like and this the son is growing up thinking this is a normal thing you know this is how our family does then that's not too far but even still i just mm, that's just messy you're being messy. Don't. There's no need. Okay. This is. People that do this, that get messy within close friendships or families or whatever in a sexual way, it just drives me crazy because there are billions of fucking people mm-hmm. on this planet. Like, really step outside. Like the only reason you're messing here is because you're too damn lazy to actually put in effort to go find sex. Like go away from your, you don't shit where you sleep. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's so well, crazy to me. Like, I don't understand it. Unless they yeah. like the shit. That's why I think a lot of people. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she does. And, and being that, you know, you made a good point, Lindsay, you know, like she seems very narcissistic. And of course we know that, you know, narcissistic personalities definitely are, um, they are, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're very detrimental. They're very, you know, they, they like the drama, but they're also damaging 
and detrimental to everything around them. Um, Any sense of normalcy, they don't want it. And and don't get me wrong. I don't, there's no one way that someone's relationship should be or marriage should be or familiar life. But now that y'all put that shit out here, there, you know, now we can go ahead and comment on it. Um, So a couple of the things that I, you know, that, that I wanted to point out that just lead me to continuously believe that she, I swear, I swear when Chris Rock made that joke, you know, Will was laughing just as everybody else was one, because the joke wasn't that fucking serious. Like you act like he called you all kind of bitches and hoes and cunts and everything else. Like you act like he talked about you like a dog. Um, I swear when she cut her eyes over at him, she said, Pac wouldn't allow that. And then he got up and then lost his mind. I think that she does not respect him. I think that she wishes that she was with Tupac. Um, I think that he's very, very, very much in love with her um, and tries to show her that. And she's like that one that's like, oh, spend time. What? Go somewhere. Spend spend time with you last week. Um, First example of that is one of the times he was on Red Table Talk. And he started to tell the story about how for her 40th birthday, he wanted to just show her how much he loved her and, you know, how much of a queen she was and, you know, celebrate her life and all her accomplishments. So he had done like, just planned this crazy party, like crazy, crazy party. At the end of the party, I'm sorry, it might actually be during the party. She cussed him the fuck out and was like, that wasn't for me. That was all about you. That was ego. That was what? Him planning you a surprise part with her favorite artists and stuff like that. Like he, she, I want, and when he's telling the story, he's telling it like, oh, it's, it's one of the, the humps in the road that we went through in marriage. And, you know, hindsight is that it was just so silly. It was the best acting that he's ever, you know, done because he just kept trying to placate her, but also make it seem like, Oh, I had to step back and go, you know what? Maybe it was. And then take the fault for it. You knew deep down that that was not a braggadocious thing. You know that it was an ego thing. That was your way of showing you that you loved her and that you respect her and that you, you know, hold her above all else. But she came back with that was all about you. That. I, yeah. So that's one example. Um, second example. Their daughter wrote a letter to Tupac. Um, probably, I'd say because of the handwriting, I'm going to say she was maybe five to seven, maybe eight years old. Tupac was long, long gone. Okay. Um, and uh, the hubby, the hubby, the hubby is putting that up on the screen now, but I'll read it to you guys. Or you want to read it, baby? Closer. Dear Tupac, I know you are alive someplace. I think that my mommy really misses you. Can you please come back? Can you come back so mommy and me can be happy? I wish you were here. I really do. Love. Heart breaking for Will. Like, what, what? First of all, she's only writing that because what Jada was telling her at that time. Right. And then for her to say, please come back so that me and mommy can be happy. 
that is so fucking sad. Like, that's sad as fuck. Like, you just, you, you emasculated your husband. You also devalued him as a father. And you're sitting up and you're obviously having a grown ass conversation with a child. And more than once where she felt that she needed to write a letter. And say that is and then wait, not only write the letter, you found it or you got it. And maybe you just didn't put that in a look like, you know, in a keepsake box in a drawer. You put that shit out on the Internet. Years later. Wow. And did it after Will expressed his insecurities surrounding them and their relationship. So to me, that's like a na 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 na. I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and press that button. I'm gonna that insecurity, I'm gonna it, we're gonna make it grow and fester just like the wound that the open sore that it is. Like if you're gonna be that vindictive and that uncaring of the person that you set vows to be the best that you guys can be together. I mean, I'd want to piss her off. Shit, if she doing that to her husband, what the fuck would she do to me? You know? Um, so that, that was very disconcerting to me. And that also led me to the question that I asked you guys earlier. Do you think that she, you know, indoctrinated these children with the way that they think? And of course, we know that your environment molds who you are. Um, and Willow's come out saying that she is uh, polyamorous. And I'm like, girl, spell it. Like you are, you don't know what the f- you are at 19 and you definitely are having good sex at 19. You may think you are, but you're not, you know, but that kind of, le- sorry, I'm sorry. The hubby, the hubby, hubby just whispered he was. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So what do you guys think? Of, what do you guys think about that? You know, just. Uh, honestly, it's giving narcissist <laughs> like because <Yeah. laughs> what does a narcissist do? They 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 t- they pick out their targets, their quote unquote supply, and then typically once you're in the web, if you are good supply and they want to keep you, they try to tear you down to keep you low and under their control. Like mm-hmm. think of it this way: like no disrespect to Dita. I know she has her own career and her acting and her own accolades, but. Would most people in t- <laughs> would most people in twenty twenty two like know who she is without Will Smith? I don't nope. think so. Mm-hmm. Right, I know she so, is because she was on a different world. Like, right, I mean the black community like, may right like yeah. If you're a fan like, of early nineties, you know, or maybe early two thousands. I mean, what? Yeah, if it, a matrix, if it yeah, okay, yeah. Will. No, I mean it's not like she is, you know. Lena Horne or just like yeah, no. you know, or this great actress so or she, um, she uses him she puts him this yeah. big mega one of the biggest stars I would say in America yeah. she keeps him low and that automatically kind of raises her up so that we're all sitting here on this good Sunday talking about Jada like yeah. it, it's these are the games these people play and in terms of her kids I really don't know because I don't know much about them either um, I have heard some of Willow's like you know about her sexual liberation and all that. I mean, they all live in a different world than us with that level of wealth yeah. and stuff. So I really yeah. don't know. But I know with narcissistic parents, some kids become narcissists themselves. Others completely reject it. So I really don't know. But. Yeah, I could see her 
using Willow as like her best friend, you know, and just, like I said, doing, sharing too much. Your kids aren't supposed to know every ins and out of your relationship, you know? Um, and that's a lot to put on a, a child as well, you know, um, prepubescent child. Um, yeah, it, I know, I, like I said, I have not, I've never liked her, never been a fan, but all this just only validated the shit that I've always talked about her. Um, and, but like I said, just, you know, me and she don't know who I am, but me can't pay. She has no idea I exist, you know, and, I, and I'm very aware of this. But for somebody that believes in the sanctity of, of a marriage and then just how important it is for women to actually build their men up, especially a black man, um, but to continuously build them up, not be the catalyst for their demise. I mean, he lost it quickly. We live in a canceled society. This was like the worst time for him to do some shit because whoever, the fan club of the cancel club or the, the president of the cancel club, they were like, oh, yes. New fresh meat, like they could not wait. I mean, now he is banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Um, you know, he was going to have a, a, a biopic um, project that was coming out on Netflix. Netflix is like, ooh, halt. Whoa, don't call us, we'll call you. You know, um, and then of course his win of the Oscar was completely overshadowed and sullied by, you know, her triggering him with whatever she said. I'm telling you, she said, Oh, you know, my favorite month of the day, uh, year of the month is August. Like she said some shit. She either started singing, humming Tupac. Um, she did something that made this man think that I have to get the approval and this is how I'm going to get it. Because that's all he was going for was her approval. You know, and so. Um, I mean, the big part of why I wanted to cover this is because I think this is a great example. Of being accountable and truly understanding and wanting to fix when you are the common denominator and you know, it equals nothing but trouble. Like you have to go ahead. You can't, you can't blame this. You can't blame that. You can't say, Oh, the universe, Oh, the world. No, it's you. And moreover, the damage that you're doing to another human being, like, that to me, I'm just saying, have a fucking heart. And especially because this is your husband, not just somebody at the Target and you stole their parking spot. This is your husband. And being that your children are grown now, really your true focus and commitment should be on the next chapter that you guys have in your lives as, as a couple. Um, not tearing that down, the relationship that you have as a couple. and you know, just completely handicapping his career all in one fell swoop. So maybe that's what she was going for. Maybe she was going for the, you know, the, what was it, triple Lindy? Maybe she was going for that. He was like, I'm going to get it all. Knock it all down. Um, but moreover, I think for Black people in the industry and in Hollywood, this definitely puts a stain on you know, for those people that still think very, you know, limited thinking and, and one track mind, they just kind of sat back and said, you see what they do when you give them a little bit of money. And I just feel like that also was a detriment. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's L's. They're taking L's all the way around. But I, I, I hope that they're able to take a step back because I also am not for people 
you know, I'm all for love. If they love each other and that's a real love and it works for them, I would love for them to be able to work it out. I want her to have like extensive, extensive therapy. It, like have the therapist move in. Like y'all do nothing but talk all day, every day. Um, pray, do something several times. Um, so I, you know, I, I hope that, and I think that in the end overall, you know, it, it'll work out, but it is uh, one of those things that when we look back on 2022, you know, on New Year's, that's going to be something that I'm like, oof, that was, that was uh, all encompassing and emotional, but I hope that it actually shines a light on maybe there's some relationships that are like that or a relationship that you may be in um, that allows for people to make the change that needs to be, that needs to happen, you know, that needs to occur. So any wrap up on that for you guys on, I, you know, I think I've exhausted my therapy, my therapy on Jada is gone. I'm like, oof, I'm so much better. So you guys send me the bill. Um, and I'll make sure I, I was going to say not pay it, but I don't want to say that. It was just a joke. But anyways, what are you guys, any um, final thoughts? Any um, on Miss Pink it, Smith? It's going to send me down on a, on a different tirade. Like, I wasn't even concerned with her. Honestly, I was one of those who was like, wait, what? Why is everyone talking about this? I don't watch the Oscars. Yeah, I don't care about Hollywood. But I know a lot yeah. of people don't care about Hollywood and do watch them. But, like, it was everywhere. Like, I said to one of my oh, mutuals okay. on Twitter, if I went to take a shit, the toilet water was like, so, what do you think about that slap, hey? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, you could not do anything without some awareness of this creeping yeah. in. I hated yeah. that everyone was talking about it when there's like so much, so much more important shit going on in the world. And <laughs> my sister said to me, oh, well, it's not Bruno. We can talk about both. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, I was like, no, come on. Like we had all this, oh all this shenanigans. And the spoofs that they come up with. Oh, oh. yeah. terrible. It's out of control. It's like leaking okay. into everywhere. And you I'm have, sure some people are like, oh, I was light on content. I didn't want to talk about Ukraine and Russia because I'm not political, but this is right up my alley. Like the exactly. amount of podcasters and content creators that talked about it within the first couple of days. Okay, so you gun tubers, you guys are talking about guns. They were talking about it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it, it definitely, it definitely was everywhere. But I think that also that is a testament because like you said i don't think that they rock with jada if they're fans they're fans of will so but then yeah, you know, everyone go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no no go ahead, go ahead. Nope, you have the floor well then how they got into the cancel him cancel him everyone had their opinion oh. cancel him get rid of him we're not going to talk about roman polanski what about i when he did oh. get canceled <laughs> but what about um, he was able to bring his ass back, accept his Oscar, go to fucking parties and shit, and then get his ass right back on the plane? Yeah. Woody Allen. Like, Woody oh. Allen. Yep. Yep. Does he have to give his Oscar what we said last night. Rob Lowe. Let's go back even further. Elvis. Weinstein. Yeah. What the fuck, y'all? But like you said, Will Smith gets up here and brings quote unquote violence to the show, and now that's a problem. And it gets into all of this facade stuff that I can't stand about society. Like, yeah. it's okay if I go and rape prostitutes on the weekend. You just don't talk about it at Thanksgiving mm -hmm. dinner. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? I'm sorry. I won't even go there because it's no, going to be. A no, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I definitely thought that I didn't think he needed to be canceled. 
but I definitely, I was like, this, this, if you needed a sign, this was a sign for you to go. Like, just go and do what you need to do. I do think that it was very disrespectful that he went up and slapped another grown ass man. And because if it would have been me, you would have been fighting. They would have been like, oh, Will Smith got in a fight with the woman. I would have, man, what? You did what? And then to come find out, you know, Chris Rock is on the spectrum. And so that makes you even more so like, and you know that he had to know that. Like, so it's just like, dude, you picked on who you thought was the weakest link. That's what you did. You know, you're the, <laughs> the big cock picking on Chicken Little. I'm not talking, you know, you guys get your minds out better. I'm talking about chickens. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it can unfold. I will say one of the positive things is that a lot of men podcasts, it is allowing them to have a conversation that I don't think normally men would have. Um, so it is talking about mental state. It is talking about insecurities in your marriage. Like, so I have noticed that there's been a lot of positive content, um, because it has, you know, it's been the, uh, it's, it's cultivated opportunities for, like I said, for emotions and, and things that would normally not happen, especially on a platform, like a podcast that take place. So, you know, that, that is a positive thing, you know, if we have to find one. Um, so yeah, before we wrap up and get into something that'll make us happy, cause we're going to get into some, the, the, the songs of the, of the episode, um, something to twerk to, um, Adeline, did you have anything else to add on? I do on a completely different note. I just mm-hmm. wanted to um, let you guys know that um, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who has recently started listening to our little podcast and her words were, I love it. I feel like it's just a girl's night out and it's just so fun. And I just get engaged and really enjoy it. So that was a oh. fun, you know, little bit well, for us. To, yeah. So much appreciated. Um, well, uh, you know her. It's Angie. I remember when I had all the Kevins on the hill. It was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. older Kevin's wife. Angie. Gotcha. Well, yeah. Shout out you. Yeah. She said it's just wonderful and she's very much enjoying it. So I hope everybody else out there is feeling the same and we just love chatting with everybody. So I just yeah wanted to share that yeah that makes me happy because i remember when i approached you guys both i was like i want it to be uh either we you know big sisters or whoever to somebody who needs it and then otherwise just i want girls you know i want women or whoever else grab your wine grab whatever you know get your medicine together and just sit back in and do that because that's exactly how i feel when i you can't i'm gonna tell you right now hubby looks at me and goes they can't hear you so often <laughs> because i just didn't have full-blown conversations um but yeah, so I, I really do appreciate that. And, um, you know, I, I, I know I love, you know, working with you ladies or you know, it's not even work, but this is a form, another form of therapy that I get. Just like, you know, Lindsay and I used to say with the boondocks, this is, a, you know, a, a form of uh, that community that what we all need, you know, especially for women, um, just that communal aspect of it. You know, back in the day, history lesson for you guys, um, all women would take baths together. So this is back in like Cleopatra's times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a time for them to, you know, to to share and to, you know, just really kind of vibe off each other and connect and, you know, build um, right. the community that they had at that time. So 
I mean, and it wasn't like just a dirty bath. It was like a luxurious great bath with like rose petals and all this other shit in it. So. Uh, I'm going to ruin that image. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I just pictured the girl from the Target stall walking in. Can you imagine if we all go, oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm good. Oh, one of the older ladies put their little arm around the smelly girl and said, Sis, let me help you. Baby, I got you. You know, and she stands right girl. there, like in the, just in the funk. She's like, wa- it's, she's wafting and it's just right there. And she not batting an eye. Um, that's funny. So um, love you. Love you, ladies. I'm happy that we had a conversation that I think, like I said, it's another example of how we can be our own worst enemy. Um, how we can block a blessing from the universe, which is somebody that loves you despite all of the flaws, but probably even more so because of those flaws, you know, um, you learn to love and at, maybe at the same time detest things. But like I said, it's all a part of building a relationship and growing with somebody. Um, so, yeah, you know, I just I just hope that we're able, like I said, to use this and to use the fuckery of Jada Pinkett. I don't want to throw Smith on there. I don't feel like she deserves that last man's name right now. So Jada Pinkett. Um, learn from her mistakes because she is fucking up all. She look. There could be a ten commandments of what not to do based off a hundred based off of what she's doing right now. But I'll move on because the more I talk about it, the more I feel like I have something to say. So <laughs> we're going to get to the final segment of this week um, of this episode, and you guys know that we do twerk something, and it's um. We defined it as something that, you know, makes you feel good. If you're walking into a room, what song would you want to walk into? This is a little different. This is this is just more of like an example of how music just I love it. And it, it can reflect and define many different um, many different times and aspects of your life. So the first one is The Way by Jill Scott. I felt that that was very um, telling because what we're talking about in this episode. But if you know the words of that, if you know that song and you know the lyrics and you know the emotion that is there, that song is nothing but you. The way that you love me is the best. There's no other way. Um, and it's just so good. And I'd much rather, I'm going to tell Joe Scott, please go back to singing songs like this instead of nationwide commercials. Please. <laughs> police and she sings those nationwide commercials like that is a number one hit for life but um the way if you guys don't know this is like in the 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 apex the epitome the when neo soul was really becoming a thing jill scott ran everything living my life like the golden um you know the way you have flowetry who's another group they have a really good Grown folks, sexy. I'm gonna put this on, and we gonna get down to it. Song, yes, yeah, yes, and that's what the song is called too. But anyways, so is it the way, or is it just called the way? Great freaking song. I mean, the whole first verse is her talking about making grits and breakfast, and it's like, what girl? Go, like you, like best thing ever. Um, so 
I watch this and I just keep um, he, hubby has the video on and I just keep thinking about her and um why did I get married? No, was that it? No, the one with Janet and uh but yeah, it was why did I get married, right? Yeah, okay. Um her husband was so fine, but he was such an asshole. Did you do you guys remember that movie? Vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. I was young. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was yeah, I was gonna say Medea. I was like, that's not his name. But um, yeah, he was in it. And uh, last, I think the last movie that Janet Jackson acted in, um, and she was in that. But Jay, uh, Jill Scott had this horrible, horrible, horrible husband. I mean, yep. hey, look at the way the universe works. He was basically the male Jada. Bring that all back together. All right. So the second song is actually the Twerk Something song. And I want you ladies to add this to whatever playlist is your favorite playlist. I would like for you both to send me videos of you twerking to the song. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Girl, I can't twerk. I can't twerk. Look, whatever you do. Two step, stand out, cabbage patch. I don't care. This song Oh my God, cabbage I'll do the running man. <laughs> yeah, do that. Butterfly, girl. I don't, you know, Roger Rabbit, work it out. Um, we played this song for a friend yesterday for our friend Wolfie. And he has the attention span of like 45 seconds. He watched the entire video and was like singing it later in the day. And I was like, I told you. This song is by Mr. Ghetto himself. And it is called Wally World. And uh, what's that, babe? Oh, yeah, we're gonna play a little bit of this one. And I want you guys to like, please, I'm gonna send you the video too. You guys have to, I mean, you have to. This is just a fun, nonsense song, but also you can't help but just starting to shake it and twerk it a little bit, or you know. So, Mr. Ghetto, Wally World, and, you know, other songs from his discography, uh, McDonald's or something like that. Basically, all his songs are like, where do you meet women at? And this one is just like, hey, if you love Walmart, you're going to love it even more now because he gave you some straight game. The song makes me way too happy. It really does. Wait, it, it's very reminiscent of, you know, like old Luke, you know, can't be coming, can't be, you know, that just makes you want to just, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to throw my back out because I'm about to just bounce and just shake. Yeah. So I want you guys to go look that up. You have to see the visual. You have to see the video to really appreciate it. And in okay. all of its descriptions. <laughs> um, I'm cracking up because you know what I heard? I heard a but, future migraine is what I heard. Yeah. I listened to that no. whole song. <laughs> I, I'm going to make you love this just as much as you love the baby. No. Oh, well, well we already know where that's going. <laughs> I know. You guys, oh, if you ever meet Avalyn, just say, yep. Just if you ever meet her, just be like the baby, the baby, the baby. You don't have to no, say hi. I just I can't even like his stuff now on principle. Just like <laughs> 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 Hubby made that clip just 
I'm for sure. you. I'm sure. I use, I don't use it on the other podcast. Um, but yeah, so that uh, I'm just leaving you guys with something. Like I said, this I'm Wild World video is still on my TV screen, and it just I'm I have not stopped smiling. It is just <laughs> that to me. I don't know why. It's just that. So I just imagine I that I'm filming it. Ladies, I want to thank you all for. Sorry, Lindsay, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I imagine them filming it and like it wouldn't phase anyone. They would just keep shopping like, oh. <laughs> Absolutely. They, on the very first phone, whatever, whatever other than iPhone, because I thought they had iPhone, whatever the first version of a cell phone was that had a camera, that is exactly what they recorded. Oh. Like <laughs> 1 million percent. Um, and, you know, they probably took breaks and they just went into the, you know, all Walmarts have like McDonald's or a Subway. <laughs> they yeah. had lunch there. And then I walk back over to the to the the dish aisle because there's a whole part of there when he's like she be she shopping for dish she be just find out. it's so good guys it's so it's so terribly good it's just it being that songs are so trash now this could come back out and it would be break records they would have to cut it down though because it's like a four minute song and you know those oh kind goodness. of songs don't exist yeah it only has a total of ten words. Wow, that's crazy. She got a Louisiana purchase card. <laughs> Wait, my favorite part what? is she making groceries, groceries, gro- gro- groceries. That is so country. She making groceries. I'm going to leave it on that, guys. Uh, <laughs> so um, thank you for the very kind and um, the good review and constructive criticism as well it was nothing negative about it but we can use that to just keep getting better um so thank you so much to andy we appreciate it and to all of our other listeners we appreciate your time um and your consideration and click and play um please make sure that you like subscribe share you know speak incessantly about lady mj Lindsay, and Avalyn. I want you to talk so much about it that people think that we are like best friends. Like we are real people that are, you know, you know, should be at your birthday party. I mean, we are real people, but you know, um, and then drop us a line guys, um, get in contact with us with any questions, topic ideas. If you'd like to be a special guest co-host, hit us up. We would love to have you. Um, and we will, we'll be hollering at you guys next time. Thank you once again, ladies. And thank you to the best hubby ever. Love you. Bye, everyone. Bye.